0: What's up everyone? Welcome to the TPSH, the Puck Stops Here podcast. I believe this is episode number eight. My name is Sam Antini, and if you just stumbled across this podcast and didn't know, I actually have a YouTube channel called the Puck Stops Here where I post a lot of great hockey goalie content, um, mostly me playing games, but in those games when I let in a goal or I do something that I want to discuss, I talk about it, and I explain maybe how to prevent that goal from going in, or how to do a butterfly, basic stuff like that. So if you haven't yet, go to TPSH, or I guess go to the Puck Stops here on YouTube, um, and you can check those out. On today's episode, I want to answer one of the questions I was asked. I usually throw up questions in my Instagram uh, on my story, just saying, hey, ask me a question, and I either answer it on my story, or I'll answer it here in this podcast. So today's question is, If I was offered to play in the KHL over in Europe, would I play? And that is a very tough question and I'm kind of excited to answer it because I get to tell you guys a little bit more about myself personally and uh, kind of what I'm doing and what I would do if if that, that ever became the case. To answer the question, it's a difficult one because I don't think I would ever be asked but if I were, the first thing I would be is super excited because I've always thought about like what would have my life been like if I was playing professional hockey? You know, like everybody has that dream or most people who play growing up always think, oh, I'm gonna make it to the NHL, I'm gonna make it to the NHL, or I really want to make it. And a lot of people don't actually understand what it takes to make it to that level. And I grew up always thinking, oh, a scout is just gonna magically show up at one of my games, gonna see me play really well, I'm gonna be on their their list, and then from there I'm gonna get a phone call and then the rest is history. That's how I thought it happened. And so for any young goalies who listen to this podcast, that's not actually how it works. Growing up, you need to try to get yourself in front of as many talent scouts as possible. And that usually means playing in like, bigger tournaments or going to camps where you know the scouts are so it's not necessarily a tournament that you're playing with your team but you can go to these certain camps and actually just showcase what you can do as an individual and hopefully get noticed that way which are pretty cool and I didn't know that there were any of those growing up so if you guys are still of the age and you have the chance to actually go somewhere please do not think that the scouts are going to come to your games and just all of a sudden Put you on a list and you're gonna get a phone call you got to put yourself out there where the scouts are so to kind of answer the question I'm gonna to try to keep this podcast short I know the last two were over 20 minutes but to answer the question I would have to decline getting the offer to play in the KHL and the reason I say that is because I'm turning 28 this year and first off I think I'd be too old so I don't think that would ever happen but in the world where I do get asked I I would have to say no and that's because over the last four years, I think I'm going into the fifth year now, a friend of mine uh, and myself, his name's Dan, we've been building a, a video production company and we were working with just a few high-end clients. Our goal was never to work like for uh, quantity, it was always about quality and that's kind of what you might notice with my YouTube channel is that I prefer putting out quality once a week videos than a bunch of not so good videos every single day. So the point I'm trying to get at is that we're working with a few high-end clients and just recently we have stopped working with all our other clients and focused 100% of our efforts on working with one company called ClickFunnels. It's a software company who helps entrepreneurs and businesses basically grow and scale their businesses really fast online using their software called ClickFunnels, which is kind of like a drag and drop platform for building sales funnels. I won't get too technical, but if McDonald's, for example, ever put on a sale where it's like a dollar for a drink, any size drink, this is the start of their sales funnel where they want you to get into the restaurant and then they hope and try to upsell you, ask you to buy like a burger and fries and whatever. That's basically what it is. It's just a natural progression of, hey, you came in for a drink, but you might be hungry. Here's a burger or here's some fries or here's something else that you might already want. Now we're just offering it to you. It's kind of actually like if anybody went on, um, or bought one of my hoodies that is coming out, it's exactly, that's a sales funnel. Like you came for the hoodie and then on the next page, you were asked, do you want to customize it? Now that's a natural progression. A lot of people actually majority, I think 80 or 90% of people wanted to customize their Jersey and that was just an additional charge of 999. So that's like considered an upsell. So here's the first product and then here's the second part that goes with that product that some people may or may not buy for an additional cost. And then the last thing is just a thank you page thanking somebody for their purchase. That's basically what a sales funnel is. It's pretty simple and it was so easy. It's ClickFunnels is so easy to use. Anyways, I'm not here to pitch you guys on ClickFunnels at all. Um, my point is that over the last, we're going into our fifth year now, because we work so hard and now that we're solely working with them, we're their head of video production now, to pick up and leave that behind, Although I would very much love to go and play professional hockey, I would love to say I was a professional goalie. That would be amazing. But I feel the YouTube channel has given me the opportunity to, to kind of fill that hole that I had, where I always felt that I was meant to play better hockey and more competitively in front of an audience. But now that I have somewhat of an audience and I'm uploading these videos, I don't have that feeling anymore like of regret that I never made it further than AAA um, growing up. So I think in my life right now, I'm like I said, I'm almost 30, and I know a lot of young people around my age probably think, oh, once you're 30, you have to have everything set in stone, and I don't believe that one bit, but I know with the amount of hard work that i put in over the last, I'm gonna say even eight years, because I actually had my own production company prior to working with Dan, I put in a lot of work and it's finally coming to fruition. And I would assume, based on the t- trajectory that we're headed, that by the time I'm 30 I'm going to be very well, well off and set and I won't have to worry about financials or anything like that moving forward. I think we're in a very good position to build a really solid company. We're growing. We were just three guys for the longest time and just over the last maybe six months or so we've hired and we're still hiring more talent and more people here in Toronto. So if you're a filmmaker, by the way, and you're looking to work, not on hockey videos, but legitimate, really cool uh, product launch videos, uh, case studies, commercials, all that cool stuff um, for an awesome growing company, shoot me a message, send me your demo reel, let me see what you guys have done, because we're always looking to hire. We have a Toronto office in Liberty Village, which is super cool. And anyway, so to answer the question, no, I would unfortunately not be able to take the job because I am the team manager of our production company and for me to go pick up and go and just leave them all behind, I just couldn't do that. We're still in the growing phases and there's a lot of work to do and I just couldn't pick up and leave. So no, I wouldn't I wouldn't play in the KHL as much as I would love to, but also, and this isn't just being self-doubt, I just... I don't know if I have the skill set to do so. Maybe if I was on the ice every single day with a professional trainer in the gym also every day working on like my core and like my conditioning. I don't think being a goalie you need to be very, very strong but I do think you need to be very agile, very quick and have very good conditioning because it is very, very taxing uh, to be a goalie. It's one of the hardest positions to play in all sports. I will always, always argue that that is true a lot of people think um, other positions and other like professional sports are harder but I, ha- I have to disagree and it may be biased but I have googled it I've researched it and it everybody that I see it always the two hardest positions to play is being a hockey goalie or maybe even a soccer goalie and a lot of people might think well a soccer goalie you don't have to do much but when you really think about their job they have to be ready to make these dramatic diving saves at a moment's notice when they're only getting maybe 10 shots a game, which, that's hard. Hard to stay mentally focused in a game like that. So I believe it's a toss-up between that, but at the end of the day, a goalie is the hardest position to play in all the sports. So having to jump into a KHL game when those people are professionals, like they're really good. And uh, anyways, so that's my two cents on that. If I haven't, if you guys have never heard, my backstory is basically I am a filmmaker, that's why I make these YouTube videos. I saw that I'm able to, and I was just like, let me just do it, and that's why I started this channel, so. Um, but for me, I see a really bright future in my career, and and I really see a bright future in my hockey YouTube channel, so I feel I can get my fix from there, and continue to build an amazing uh, business and company with my friend Dan, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. So. If you guys have any other questions, I know sometimes these podcasts might just be me answering questions, and I always try to provide value in every piece of content I put out out there, but I do get a lot of questions, and I I hope to answer them. I have, if you haven't noticed, on Instagram, sometimes at night I'll get home from work around 10 o'clock, and I will just do a rapid fire of Q&A. So if you have any questions, I'll throw up a little, like, ask me a question box on my instagram at tpsh underscore goalie feel free to ask me any questions and i will either answer them there or i will answer them here on this podcast so thank you guys so much for listening and if you haven't yet hit that like button or whatever it is on this as well as go follow or subscribe to my youtube channel the puck stops here i'd greatly appreciate that leave a comment Uh, Rate the podcast if you are watching or sorry listening to it on a platform that allows you to rate it I would very much appreciate you guys to do that, be honest by rating it, I know if you guys are coming from my YouTube channel, you'll just rate it a five star, but if there are anything that you need, like you feel I can improve on, I'd greatly appreciate it. Maybe one day I'll have a jingle or something. However, I find sometimes jingles are a little bit of annoying, so maybe I won't do that. Let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know if you have any questions. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate all of you and I will talk to you guys later.